Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for June 20th, 2021. I'm Reverend Aaron Ochart. Glad that you are with me. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, have been my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Eternal God, we give you thanks that through the gift of our baptism, you call us to a new way of life in your realm of grace and peace. By the power of your Holy Spirit, let your will be done in our lives and in this world that you love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalm 19 and 150, as well as 1 Samuel chapter 4, verses 12 through 22. James 1, 1 through 18, and Matthew 19, 23 through 30. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 19. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims God's handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Yet their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In the heavens God has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom from his wedding canopy, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the ends of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and nothing is hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, in keeping them there is great reward. But who can detect their errors? Clear me from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from the insolent. Do not let them have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in God's sanctuary. Praise God in the mighty firmament. Praise God in the mighty deeds. Praise God according to God's surpassing greatness. Praise God with trumpet sound. Praise God with lute and harp. Praise God with tambourine and dance. Praise God with strings and pipe. Praise God with clanging cymbals. Praise God with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 4, verses 12 through 22. 
a man of Benjamin ran from the battle line and came to Shiloh that same day with his clothes torn and with earth upon his head. When he arrived, Eli was sitting upon his seat by the road watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. When the man came into the city and told the news, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the sound of the outcry, he said, What is this uproar? Then the man came quickly and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old, and his eyes were set so that he could not see. The man said to Eli, I've just come from the battle. I I fled from the battle today, he said. How did it go, my son? The messenger replied. Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great slaughter among the troops. Your two sons, also Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the Ark of God has been captured. When he mentioned the Ark of God, Eli fell over backward from his seat by the side of the gate, and his neck was broken, and he died. For he was an old man and heavy. He had judged Israel forty years. Now his daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant, about to give birth. When she heard the news of the ark of God was captured, and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed and gave birth. For her labor pains overwhelmed her, and she was about to die. The woman attending her said to her, Do not be fearful, for you have borne a son. But she did not answer or give heed. She named the child Ichbad, meaning the glory has departed from Israel. Because the ark of God had been captured and because her father-in-law and her husband. She said the glory has departed from Israel, for the ark of God has been captured. James chapter 1 verses 1 through 18. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes, to the dispersion, greetings. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given you. But ask in faith, never doubting, for the one who doubts is like the wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For the doubter, being double-minded and unstable in every way, must not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Let the believer who is lowly boast in being raised up, and the rich in being brought low, because the rich will disappear like a flower in the field. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the field, its flowers falls, its beauty perishes. It is the same with the rich. In the midst of a busy life, they will wither away. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Such a one has stood the test and will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. No one, when tempted, should say, I'm being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and God himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it. Then when that desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and that sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved. Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift, is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. 
In fulfillment of his own purpose, God gave us birth by the word of truth so that we would become a kind of first fruits of God's creatures. And from Matthew chapter 19, verses 23 through 30. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it will be hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astounded and said, Who can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, For mortals it is impossible, but for God all things are possible. And Peter said in reply, Look, we have left everything and followed you. What then will we have? Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man is seated on the throne of his glory, you will have followed me. You who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or children, or fields, for my name's sake, will receive a hundredfold, and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, our readings for today, we have a continuation of the story of the Ark of the Covenant being brought to the battle with the Philistines. The Israelites lost that battle. Phineas and Hophni are killed. News comes back to Shiloh that they have been defeated. The Ark of God has been taken. Eli hears this news, falls over backwards, breaks his neck, and dies. Uh, Phineas's wife gives uh, gives birth prematurely. She dies in childbirth. She names the child Ichabod, saying that God has abandoned us. The glory has departed from Israel. Um, that's what Ichabod means. This is not a good point, right? This is a this is a very challenging time in the time of Israel. Um, and it will call them really very much to account and um, call them to reevaluate the things that they have assumed, the things that they have been doing. Um, how could this be that God's glory is gone from us? Remember, the whole reason the Ark of the Covenant was brought to that battlefield was as this sort of talisman. Look, God's on our side. We can do no wrong. We can have victory. What does it mean that that presence of God. The Ark of the Covenant is now gone from this land. Now we'll see what happens to the Ark of the Covenant, and it's a great story, but we'll leave that for next time. Then we have a, a little reading, and again, remember the, the New Testament readings are a little bit different for, um, for Sundays. We have a, a beginning of the letter from James. James is the sort of half-brother or brother of, of Jesus. And he is writing just these, um, it's a very wise man, right? So he's writing different things. Um, and you notice there's some very similar sort of 
wordage. He's saying, you know, blessed are these people, blessed are those people. Um, if you are lacking in wisdom, just ask God. God is very happy to give that wisdom. Um, very much this, James was very interested in sort of the classism that he was seeing in the early church. And so he has some very strong words against those who are rich um, and for and words of hope for those who are poor um, and, and really calls the church to generosity. Um, he, he talks about temptation um, and he talks about that every, every good thing comes from God ultimately, um, that there's, there's not something that we sort of cause ourselves. This is all things that come to us from God. All of it is grace. And so we should have grace for one another and love for one another. Matthew's gospel uh, speaks against, or Jesus talking about people who are rich, saying it is very challenging for those who are rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. And he uses this image of it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle um, than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. This is a challenging one by no means. Um, there is this sort of idea go, that goes around that there was this um, small gate in Jerusalem that was called the eye of the needle, and it was not quite big enough for a camel, and it would be very difficult. It was not as high. It was, it was kind of one fairly skinny person width and height to get through. Um, and so it was exceedingly difficult to get a camel through that door, but not impossible. It's complete malarkey. There was no such place. <laughs> what Jesus is talking about when he says the eye of a needle, he means the eye of a needle. He's using hyperbole. It is a, a fanciful, out, outrageous statement, he is saying. Um, and we understand a little bit more about it because he says, he says this, it's easier for the camel to go through the eye and a needle than someone who was rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples hear this and they say, who then can be saved? And Jesus said, for mortals it is impossible, but for God all things are possible. Right? So whether we are rich and think that we can support ourselves and, and we have all our own answers, um, or we're desiring for the riches of others and we gain them by using all sort, doing all sorts of things that we should not be doing, right? Um, or whether we think we're righteous in ourselves and we're so good and everyone loves us and, and God obviously has to love us because of all, look at all the good stuff that I've done. Whatever reason we might look to ourselves for our own salvation, for our own sort of worshiping ourselves as a God, that will not give us righteousness. It'll get us self-righteousness. <laughs> it will not get us righteousness. And that's the whole point. So Jesus says, right, it's, these things are impossible for human beings. Whether through riches, whether through religious practice, whether through good works, whether through philanthropy even, right? We don't earn righteousness. Righteousness is given to us. With human beings, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So can a rich man go to heaven? Absolutely. 
by God's grace, not by their own power. Can a religious person go to heaven? Absolutely, by God's grace, not their own righteousness. Can a camel go through the eye of a needle? Well, if God ordains and wants that to happen, God will figure out a way, right? So that's the idea. Those are our readings for today. Let's go ahead and join our hearts together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we will live this day in joy and praise. We give you our praise and thanks, O God, for all gifts of love we have received from you and from your persistent mercy in Jesus Christ. Especially we thank you for the grace and peace of Jesus Christ. All creatures with whom we share the earth. those whom we have loved and who have loved us. Support and encouragement from others. Food and drink to share in your name. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? We give thanks that Bill is continuing to recover from cataract surgery. We give you our cares and concerns, O God, because we know you are kind and care for your children in every circumstance. Especially we pray for Lutheran and Reformed churches. People who live in poverty. Those who are sick or suffering. Those who work for their healing. Comfort and peace for those who are dying. People of God, for what else do we pray? We pray for Olga, our cleaning tech, who has health concerns. For James, my grandfather, who is continuing to recover from surgery. For John, friend of Bill's, who is grieving the loss of his wife. For Tom, a friend of Sandy's son, who has lymphoma. For Joy, a neighbor of Debbie's, who has colon cancer. For Diane and David. And for Barbara. To you, O God, we give up the burdens of this day, trusting your love and mercy. 
To you, O God, we surrender ourselves, trusting our risen Lord to lead us always in the way of peace today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. Now let us continue to pray using the words that Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Now let us cast our anxiety on the Lord, who cares for us. The God of all grace will restore, strengthen, and support us. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Thank you so much for joining me today for daily prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video and follow and uh, subscribe and all the other things that you might do on whatever platform you are looking at or listening to this. Um, go to our website, johncalvinchurch.org, for more information. Our liturgy today came from the Book of Common Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA 2018 edition, and our readings came from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible Daily Lectionary Readings. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very blessed day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.